Hey guys, it's Steve Zonardo and Hussein Kambani. It's East Meets West, our fourth uh, podcast. And our topic today is, again, we're going to talk about uh, our week in real estate. Yep. We're talking about, what was the second topic? Uh, we're going to talk about... Misconception of investing in real estate? Yep. Okay. And third topic was? We're going to talk about real estate teams. That was a question that came in through one of the podcasts. That's right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, mis misconception of teams, too? There's a lot of misconceptions. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about, yeah, about real estate and teams. So. Okay, cool. Okay, before anything, yeah. let's talk about cable services. <laughs> I just caught mine, actually. Yeah, you see so what I mean? interesting you brought that up. I called up Rogers yesterday. I was on a two-year contract, and I'm just like, that's it. What'd you do, Netflix? No, you know, they have this box. I don't even know what it's called anymore, man. Oh, that little, uh, you know, that little yeah, box yeah, yeah, yeah. you plug yeah. in, and you yeah, pay the, some guy. The quality's like, crap, though. No, apparently it's not. Apparently it's improved a lot. Okay, I gotta check it out. I'll give you a it's, it's my rant anyway because it's it's I haven't watched any any cable anymore. The only thing I watch is TSM when Formula One's on. Yeah. Twenty two times a year. Yeah. This year we had uh, was a World Cup. I yeah. watched a few games. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I watch. And Discovery Channel. I watch uh, the gold mining show. Those uh, and the fisherman show. <laughs> so literally wow. three, Formula One fishing and uh, I didn't know you watched fishing. Mine. You watching the crab fisherman? No man, it's cool man. No, it's good know. stuff. All right, well, hard one of these. Cool. Is. Yeah. No, but cable. Yeah, like just to yeah. continue, man, because I got. We, we didn't even talk about this, but like, yeah, it got me really irritated. Now I had a two year deal because of the new house I had with Rogers or whatever. And now the cable service has gone up to like 170 or 180 yeah, yeah. bucks a month. Is that with the internet too? or just... No, man, that was just a cable service. So apparently like uh, I got this package and it was like the top end service or whatever, but it was reduced by half price. But yeah. now you have to pay a full price for it. Like, honestly, it's like 160 bucks. Can't, you can't cancel the, the Yeah, so today you? is like my last day of my two-year contract oh, fair or enough. whatever else yeah. like that. So yeah. yesterday I called yeah. and I said, listen, I have all the terminals plugged out. Like they're all plugged, uh, yeah. like, unplugged, ready to go. Yeah. I'm dropping them off tomorrow. They put you to this retention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what could we do? Like, there's absolutely no way yeah. you're going to hold yeah. me. I'm just they're losing. They're I was reading yeah. a magazine at the gym this morning. Same thing. They were yeah. saying, you know, cable, really. Cable, yeah. it says... Uh, local cable companies, you're fired. Like literally, basically, like uh, yeah. the internet's taken over. It's true. Yeah, the it's internet's true. taken over. Well, you can get well, anything. Streaming, on it. Netflix, yeah. Amazon, like they have the best shows. But it all runs through internet. It's amazing. Yeah. and you so, can continuously keep binge yeah. watching, which is fantastic. You know? Yeah, not at the mercy of commercials and a bunch of shit. No, but the <laughs> only thing that, like, uh, what we might become more dependent on, of course, is yeah. the internet. Yeah, right? of course, the internet yeah. and watching prices for internet and. I find our uh, our cell phone bills. Our cell phone bills are are really high compared yeah. to uh, states and Europe or anywhere else yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like even when I was in India earlier this year, like I think my uncle and like Canadian funds probably put fifteen bucks in, into this card or whatever else like that. I was there for almost three weeks, man. Really? I had leftover data, leftover minutes. Like it never needed to be filled again. You know? Well, it's a monopoly. Who yeah. who owns the the cable and and phone system? Virgin Virgin Mobile slipped in here, but I mean ultimately it was a tough grind for him too to get yeah. in here. Yeah, and, and well, it's still, so heavily it's, regulated here yeah, too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. they monopolize it, right? It's a yeah. pull for the uh, yeah for the big companies. Yeah, cool, buddy. So, how was your week? Week was awesome. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been great on the market. So, we've had a couple of listings that have come on and off the market. I think the longest one that's taken us to sell right now at this point is like ten days. Yeah, that's so good. we've had ten days, three days. Uh, the last one we had uh, on Brandy Court. Um, this was an interesting sale. I'm just going to talk about it now sure, because it's, yeah. it's a firm deal. Yeah. But like, you know, uh, like say example for this one is, is that, so it's not always about price. Okay. And that's something I had to work with my clients on explaining is, is that it's not always about price. Everyone wants the highest price and I don't blame them and they should get the highest price. But we also have to look at the circumstances that we're around at the same time. Sure. So say for example, this is a young family. I don't know how they do it. Is this the form of the five them. kids or, or whatnot? Six, six kids, kids six under kids, yeah. seven. Yeah. Six kids yeah. under seven years old. You know what I mean? Like 
if we had the ability to take a, a lot of the stuff out of this house, clean it yeah, up. Yeah, you mentioned in a the last way, podcast. Yeah, exact same thing. Yeah, and, and do something. We could have like had like a better result on this. Sure. So, anyways, we listed a house at six ninety nine. Uh, we got actually ended up getting two offers and a verbal. Amazing. Uh, yeah, but the, somebody came in a little bit more aggressively. They came in at six ninety. We listed at six ninety nine. They came Beautiful. in at six ninety. One percent off. Four month. Closing time. Frame. Oh wow, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it worked out for the family because now over the course of like yesterday, the deal is completely firmed up. Fantastic. Yeah. So now they can so look for a house. Week from listed to on the like from staged uh, to listed, open house, everything less than one week from. That's deal. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what are they doing now? Are they purchasing? They have a new construction that they uh, purchased already. And that's why the long closing. Closing, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, good for them. Wanna, they must yeah. be ecstatic. Yeah, and then, out of their world. yeah, getting six kids under the age of seven out of the house and whatever else like that. It's got to be a difficult thing. So it's moving well, eh? Pickering right now? Pickering market. So let me ask you, how was it? So first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, now. Yeah. How is it? Yeah, so first quarter yeah. on fire, second yeah. quarter on fire. Yeah. Third quarter, there was a bit of a relax in the market. So yeah. uh, I would say it was a bit of a relax. And from my perspective, I, I got my foot off the gas a bit sure, too. Sure. So yeah. July, August uh, was slow. Yeah. September started to ramp up. Yeah. October saw like more or less pick up back up to almost full swing. Yeah. This month so far, November has been really very eh? hectic. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, kind of in terms of price points, like even similar to what you were saying, you know what I mean? Uh, in one of your videos, I saw it. Mm. Uh, you know, you were mentioning that it is a good time to upgrade because Absolutely. of By the far. yeah condo market and townhouse market for the town most semis part, stayed, yeah, stayed stable. Stayed stable or, or in my case you know I've seen a bit of a stronger appreciation in those and, and a little bit more of a decline in the detached market so it's it's really a good time to, I had to a, make a switch amazing and I had a client and just a good well we, we met through do these these community events stuff so we met in there and, and you know it's it's tough when people just meet you and you got to like put everything on the table and let yeah. them know who you are right and it's hard like and, you know there's a lot of misconception with realtors or any salesperson in the world. So I mean, I try to put everything on the table right away so they get an understanding of who I am. And, uh, and I just, I was telling them like, you're semi-detached did not lose value. It's, yeah. it's lost value from 17, fair sure. enough. But compared to the detaches in your neighborhood, you're you're gonna have less of a mortgage. And that's what's more important than, than let's say you sold for a million dollars and you paid 1.5. Let's say you sold for 800 and you bought for 1.250 or like, you know, the, or 1150. It's like the spread yeah. is a lot different. Yeah. You're probably, these guys right now, if they buy uh, from a semi to a detach in that particular area in Valor Village, they're saving about two, about 150 to 175,000 from last year. Wow, that's amazing. Off the mortgage. That's amazing. Sales prices look lower, yeah. but they're, when they get their bank statement from Scotia or whatever TD at the end of the, end of the month, it's gonna have less of a mortgage amount. See, and, and I think that's what people have to focus on. Like, you know, we've had these conversations a lot over the last year or so with yeah. people, and it's yeah. just like, you know, well, I, I would have been able to get a million dollars or whatever yeah. for my property, but I can only get this. But Absolutely. on the flip side, you're also gonna be paying oh less. My gosh. But then you got to focus on what the net amount is. Like, who cares oh, well, what, the, what the big number is? Like, it's, it's about what you're gonna retain or, or what your bottom line is gonna be. It's just like finances. So I think you gotta, yeah, you gotta look at that, your bottom line. If, if you're gonna be 175K less, on your bottom line, I don't yeah. care if you sold it for two million and got five hundred k now. <laughs> That's what it wouldn't saying. make a difference to me. It's just, it's, it's just a bunch of hot air and fluff. It hot, doesn't hot mean air. anything. I think you and looking at this, so I just reported the third quarter statistics and it, and it showed exactly that. And it's yeah. funny because I'm you know I've been preaching this before the third quarter statistics came out because we kind of saw it. Yeah. But listen, we're the you look we're the canary in the mine shaft. We're gonna feel it before the media. Of course. Media gets information six weeks later. Yeah. And a lot of it's really skewed and it doesn't even make sense relative to the time period. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. For sure. I, I think we're the canaries in the mine. Yeah. so we can kind of feel what the market is going and, I, and i'm telling these people like just it's time right and you know everyone's worried about interest rates yeah fair enough 
But you know what? Either you're going to pay it. Okay, so let's just say a semi-detached goes down $20,000. Let's just say it goes down a further 20k in the next year. Yeah. I don't see it. It could go. Let's just say a little yeah. bit. It dips another half a point or 1% off of market value. But then your interest rates are 1% higher. Yeah. So lock it in now. Even if it's 20, let's just say. Yeah, for say sure. It's 20k yeah. higher, right? Yeah. At, at the current rate, let's say it's 3.5% for a five-year fix. Or next year, you either got 4.5% at 20k less. Like you'd rather pay it into the house rather than the interest? 100%. And, and yeah. look, just because you brought up interest and, and like, you know, like, uh, I, I don't want to deviate too much, but like I'm in a process right now where I have to renew my mortgage by the end of the month. My mortgage comes Which, up December yeah, 1st personal, on my house. Personal, yeah, yeah, on my house. You haven't been there that long already? Yeah, I've been two years. So two I had years. a two-year oh, fixed okay, rate. Enough. I got a great deal at TD for What'd you get a, a half a percent. <laughs> no, I got 2.09 fixed for two Holy years, shit, which yeah. is great, yeah, right? Yeah, so, so it's an amazing deal. Okay, so, so just to put it into perspective for you, okay? I, I checked with my banker over there September 17th-ish, okay? Yeah. And I was getting quoted for like a five-year fixed rate if I wanted to, five-year fixed rate at 3.52 okay yeah, yeah and yeah, he just yeah. recorded me again right now so fire 3.72 yeah what am i going to do man i'm going to say i don't want a mortgage anymore my point is is that we're going to have to move on okay the rain went up what am i going to do okay you take the house what am i going to do man i gotta i gotta get those goddamn mortgage you know you're gonna what i mean? lock it what are you going to do though you're going to lock in or you're going to go very i don't know see that's that's I, i'm not sure this is a question i'll have to ask my facebook friends maybe <laughs> I don't know. I, I sell real estate, so you, I, yeah. I can tell you up and down. But like in the marketplace, like I don't know what's good. You know, I, I, for, for, I don't know. All we hear is rates going to go up. Absolutely. So I don't know. It's fear tactics too yeah. with the media, right? Yeah, Let's sure. face it. Yeah. But, so I don't know. I, I feel like I would have been better if I locked in September 17th. My banker told me not to. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But point is, when we got into this, it's yeah. like, you know, what are we going to do, man? Because go half a percent, one percent, like what are we going to do? Yeah, lock stop, in. stop yeah. living? Yeah, no, no, no. Lock in and be. Yeah. So for me personally, so when I bought the house last year, yeah. locked in five year fix two two five nine. That's really good. And we had an opportunity to get a variable. Another colleague of ours locked into or didn't lock into anything. He just did yeah. a variable, a two point one two, I think, yeah. something like that. And I said, but two point six percent for five years. It's a good deal. Lock the bloody thing. Like, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. kidding? Yeah. And this was before any of the, you know, the stuff that happened in the market. And and I'm glad I did because now I got like three years and eleven months left on this. You know, two point six percent, which Amazing. is kind of like an Amazing. opportunity to yeah. kind of hammer you that. Can you get that on a variable now? No, you can't. Yeah. No, no. And the var- no variables are at two seven, two eight. Yeah, he just quoted me. I think it's somewhere in that range right now. They got to be up there because I know one of my rental properties. I just got a statement because it's uh, a variable. Here and you it- go. Three point one three from TD, and this is discount variable. Yeah, man. Because uh, uh, like I, I is this like, from your friend? That we yeah, have? yeah, yeah. Because I have a good relationship with TD, right? So yeah. their target percentage over there is three point two two. They would give it to me at three point one two. So three one two variable. Yes, yeah. This is variable. Five year, five year close variable, right? So they would give a, a client going yeah, in yeah, their ten, bottom ten line three point two two, and then the they're rate. giving it to me for three point one two. That's good. Cool. Ten yeah. basis points. Whatever it is, what it is. Like it's not going to make or break you. What are you going to do though? You it's know what? I, I'm I'm almost at a point where I think I might just go in with a you know a four or five year fixed rate, and yeah. I just don't want to worry about it anymore. Because I mean, realistically, what's going to be my difference if I go with five year fi- a variable? Right? It's already at uh, 3.1. 3.12. Yeah. Add a quarter point to that. What am I at? Three point three seven or yeah, whatever yeah, else yeah. like that. So I'm as well just be on a five year fix and not have to worry about it. You I think know? that's the thing, right? Like, this is a personal residence, not an investment property. No. Like I said, so my personal residence locked in five year at two two point five nine. God bless that, that, that rate. And now the uh, my rental property, the one I just picked up last, that's we were assembling properties to build yeah. those 12 townhouses. So ultimately, that's that we just took possession in July. Yeah. And, and again, 
we had an opportunity to get into a fix. A lot, uh, it was a little bit higher. It was like a 3.2% at the time or something. Yeah. But we, we locked in with a, or we did a five-year variable. Why? Because when we break the mortgage, ultimately it's gonna carry be less. the house, yeah. it's only so, three months interest payment. So I just got a, a bank then. statement. My partner just sent me a bank statement because I'm a stickler with it, which I hate paying interest on anything. So it's three, we were at 3.45%. Now it's a 3.95%. Yeah. It's almost four points. Right? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, what did it do? It made $100, uh, $130 per month extra. That's what yeah. it cost. But when you but go still, to break that at a fixed rate, what is it going to cost? 30 grand? Yeah, yeah, thirty thousand bucks yeah, yeah, to break yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. so so it's, not a joke. it's circumstantial. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's just, like so, the thing is, is that for my personal residence, I'm not moving. I like my house, so I'm going to stay there. Absolutely. Five years. Uh, I think I can commit to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And you're right. Anything. That's or you can port it. If you need to yeah. port it if you're you're getting exactly. into a twelve thousand square foot uh, yeah, mansion yeah, that you yeah, plan yeah. on getting. Yeah. Something I'm working on building in my mind. Orange Lamborghini. Yeah, right. You're gonna go wild. I'm gonna see on YouTube with the video. Yo, this is my garage. My yellow Lamborghini. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. We're probably a little bit more than five years away from Well, that. you never know. You never Things know. can click. Uh, for me, so I'll go talk about my yeah, week yeah, in yeah. real estate. I mean, ultimately, uh, it was okay, okay week. I mean, ultimately, we're, we're ramping up. Um, and again, first, second, third quarter, similar to yours, third quarter let off the gas. I think I had no more gas. Yeah. But again, this is one of the first years since I started real estate in 2010 that I won't have a mental burnout. Right. I don't think any real estate agents really talk about that. Yeah. But everyone suffers and sure nobody do. ever, I don't know why no one ever exposes that. I think it's good to talk about a mental burnout when you're overworked so many. And, and your life balance is out of whack. Yeah. So this is the first year. I think that's celebration in, in that on its, it's own. Amazing. But I mean, ultimately, I, I'm, I'm like I'm gonna creep into chairman. I'm I'm freaking out because it could and could not make it right. Right. And I'm freaked out because I can't see anything less than that. Now I'm freaked out because it, I wish I knew these numbers a little bit before. I think I would have motivated. But me. you're a numbers guy, dude. I'm surprised. Yeah, but but the way they were presented to me, they, they uh, were presented wrong. Oh, so it was, it was fluffed up. So you're looking at something different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was totally off. Even though I have my numbers, dude, you know, I always ask. Uh, Someone at head office. To I run did. And yeah. and they said like, yeah, you, Come on. I'm like, listen, I, I walk over to the building and we talk with our admin and like this number and this number, is that what it is? Yeah. Add it? Yeah, that's it. I'm like, fuck, excuse my language. <laughs> Beautiful. We're right there. Yeah, yeah. A few more deals of the year. And then I got the the, the news there, so I'm like, whoa, no, well, what, happened? Like what happened here to here? It's I like, didn't lose that like, much. No, in that's deal. not. Those are dude, those numbers are they're redundant. Like you don't add those. You gotta add this third page. I'm uh, like, what? That's yeah. not good. Good, anyway, so fair enough. I think we'll get it done. So, okay, week in real estate. My listings are very slow. I got one in Bradford, very slow. I got one in Bolton, very slow. I got that one in Toronto, still very slow. Uh, my land, I'm selling very yeah. slow. <laughs> and I'm still smiling, right? And then uh, I had that 108. So, a lot of these properties, uh, again, 905 is taking a beating in our section, yeah. right? But again, that one in Wilson, like that should be moved, right? It yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. But I think everything kind of slowed down. You said your open house was kind of dead too? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so look, like what I have noticed is like the Pickering Ajax market, even though uh, in like April 2017 when the market started to come down, yeah. of course that area slowed down and took a bit of a hit. But I feel like that area has kind of recovered a little Which bit one? quicker. Which uh, like one? Pickering. Pickering. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like they've recovered a bit quicker. They held on to more of their price points. Absolutely. And I really feel like it's the way that the GTA was developed, right? We started from downtown in the yeah. core, went north, went yeah. west, yeah. and then east was just starting. Yeah. And then the way East started, from my opinion, was they started further east in like Oshawa and yes, worked their yes, way yes, west yes, into yes, Pickering. Yes. So uh, the areas that I'm, I'm predominantly working in Pickering and Ajax, um, those areas did, of course, like I said, take a hit, but they didn't yeah. take that much of a hit. And they, I feel like they recovered a lot faster. So 
Yeah. Like and and just to even mention, like so, I do have a listing here in Vaughan as well. We're, right, we're both uh, at uh, Dufferin and Major Mac area. Okay, yeah, it's a nice house, yeah. Yeah. really nice Patterson. medallion built home. Yeah. Has like the nice twelve foot ceilings. Yeah. Shows yeah. really well. You know, is it on Major Mac? Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just south south uh, south. Um, it's in the southwest corner of Dufferin and Major Mac. What's the street? The main street. Uh, Berletta. Berletta. Yeah. So, uh, like, I mean, the listing, like, the house is... Italian huh? name, Italian name streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but really, a beautiful house, really well taken care of and everything else like that. Um, we had it up a little bit higher, just over, like, the 1.7 mark. And now we're at just under the 1.7. We're at 1695. And honestly, over the last, like, 11 days, there's been, like, one showing. Yeah. Uh, one showing. So it's been very slow. See, the other thing, uh, like now east and west, like we actually sat down and looked at that listing in specific detail yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and we said like, wow. So when I'm comparing it back to Pickering, in the pockets that there are listings, there's not so much inventory. Yeah. So, so when I look at that pocket over there, yeah. there's like 18 houses for yeah. sale. Whereas all the where same I'm looking property. at, like yeah. say that single car detach I just sold, there is no other single car detach. Absolutely. Absolutely. In that pocket, there's yeah. none. In this yeah. pocket, there was like 18 other homes yeah. that were somewhat And they're comparable. all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Same they're finishes. More or less, like, I mean, like, yeah. look, uh, homeowners going to be emotional. Oh, I have this and I have this. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, when I'm looking at it at a high level, yeah. the biggest differentiating factors for me are is that you have a walkout basement, you have a yes. ravine yes. lot, yes. you yes. have yes. like yeah. this. Absolutely. But I don't care if you have Third an extra garage, backsplash or whatever. They're all fixed yeah. the same, especially those new areas. I think everyone's yeah. got a lot of, yeah. the taste has changed. So it is slower, man. Yeah, nine yeah. Of, yeah, I know. It's, it's, in, in that pocket, it is slower. So it's just one of those like, good time to buy naturally because. Sure. So so you know, I had a buyer last week. We go in, you know, we find this great house. We slept on it a little bit too long. We're trying to push it a little bit, but you know, when you take like the educational period with your yeah. buyers, I want them to be feel comfortable before we put an offer, and, and we go put an offer, and we get put to multiples. Oh, oh I'm like whoa. And, and I told him, I warned my clients, we're not going over asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, it's going to go asking or under, I said. But yeah. again, conditions or if you can waive can the finance home inspection, which we could have waived both naturally. But first time buyers, I don't know if we want to do that in yeah. this market. we got another hundred other semi-detaches, very similar in product. But anyway, put an offer in. Yeah. I don't know, you know, you get heartbroken <laughs> because you go in close to asking, but the, the conditions are five-day finance yeah. home inspection. Deposit was good, 30K. But I mean, ultimately, it's one of those things, right? Yeah. And then the agent's like... I'm so sorry, hon. I'm like, you had a, like a lady. I did 300 deals in the last seven years. I go, you had a better offer. Take it. I said, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. it's a firm deal. Yeah. And you got full ask. I go, yeah, don't apologize. Not? Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, they, they, they try to break it down for you. Like the, it's okay. I'm going to have a glass of wine. I, I've lost other deals before. <laughs> no, I you know, congratulations. You chose yeah. the better offer for your client. Yeah, I actually yeah. got to do that, right? Yeah. So that was my week. So a little bit, uh, now we're going back to the grind. So now back in last night, what, Went home for dinner, came back at 6 p.m., stayed here till about 8, just trying to figure things out. So we're going to start ramping up. Yeah. Uh, mindset, everything's got to go. And, and now yeah. my goals, I see, or my goal for this year, we, we missed one target now. It's like the target where she'd be naturally be in every year. It's like, it's it's right there. And it's, yeah. it's, it's actually, uh, I wasn't in the best of mood here, so let's just say that. You can ask my wife, you know, now like I'm, I'm starting, you know, that focus, right? Yeah, now yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's do or die, right? Fair enough. That's good. Uh, that's the week. Well, interesting week. East meets west. Yeah, so I want to go. I want to go move to the east this week, man. It's like I want to stay in the east, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just picking up crazy market share in the east, man. I'm sticking around. Cool. All right. Very so good. Good weeks. Yeah. What was uh, what was the topic thing or misconception? Yeah. Of, of yeah. A misconception of real estate. So this is something uh, I've been talking to people a lot about. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, people still haven't got the idea of how real estate investment should actually work. 
Um, I think that uh, from what I'm talking to people about investing in real estate yeah, yeah. And, and this old misconception of investing in real yeah. estate. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Because yeah. this, this came up yeah. because there was a building that went up uh, or started selling in Pickering. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a universal city condos, uh, the second tower. Yeah. So, so what ended up happening was, is that people are like saying, okay, well in two years we could flip it. Uh, so we're not in the market anymore where, you know, we were in like 2014, you could pick up a property and in 16, you can even flip it and make like 200 K on the property. Yeah. It's just not going to work like that anymore. So we're, at this moment, yeah, at this moment, moment. Yeah. but, but I mean like realistically in the market, like when has that actually happened? Do you know what I mean? There are times that it happens, but it's not on single family residential homes. I'll consider a condominium being a single family residential home too. These type of deals happen when you're doing like land assembly, commercial transactions, uh, building a house from scratch sure. and, and those type of things. I, I still think that that calculated correctly is still possible to do in this market. But when you're looking at single family residential homes, uh, this is not a way that you could say, oh, I'm gonna buy this for two years and sell this and move on to this. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't think that's a safe bet anymore. And, and I don't think that people should be looking at real estate like that. Um, I think right now what people have to look at is and say, hey, like if I'm gonna buy real estate or I'm gonna invest in real estate, if it's gonna be your personal place of residence, I would say that you gotta have at least like a five year commitment to this property. Like, yeah. and, and, uh, and then if it's gonna be an investment property, I would say that you're trying to look for more of a longer term investment property. I mean like land holdings in terms of assemblies and things like that is a different situation. But if you're actually going out there to buy a house or a condo and this is going to be an investment for you i'd say like you know at least 10 15 years you want to hold on to this property because uh why would you want to continue to dump this property and just recycle your money and put it into another investment and lose money like it's great for me as a realtor because like i'm going to get commission on yeah, selling yeah. your property buying yeah, buy the property yeah, and whatever yeah. else like that you're going to yeah. pay legal fees you're going to pay taxes realistically you're going to lose a whole bunch of money doing this transaction so that's why i would prefer my clients to actually evaluate the opportunity correctly and then buy it for a 10 or 15 year period you know like i tell people like when i'm buying these things like i don't my intention is not to sell these yeah, properties yeah. like uh i don't have a pension and this is going to be my pension you know my idea is to pay off these properties and and collect the residual income at the end of each month to live off of absolutely yeah, yeah. that's what we're planning uh, what we're planning to do naturally yeah so I have a different take on this. Naturally, this is East West. Um, <laughs> of course, you have a different take. <laughs> That's what makes us friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it, and yeah. So I think people, yeah, don't you know, some don't buy something now. You're gonna try to flip in two years. Naturally, it's yeah. not gonna happen. But I, I feel the so we got a taste of how the market's gonna look. Yeah. We 2017 is how Toronto real estate market's gonna look. And people can say, no, it's never going to happen. People are not going to afford houses. I don't believe that. I believe that 2017 was a sneak peek into the future. It's like Marty McFly getting in his DeLorean and flying, you know, three or four years ahead of time and seeing how the market is. And that's exactly what we had, a sneak peek. When I'm looking at builders, especially local builders, like, you know, we have billionaires in this yeah. area. This is a billion, there's billionaires, like I, we bump into them, like they're here in the area here because there's all the, the big developers and builders here. They're buying $60 million parcel land, $20 million of parcel land right now, this yeah. market. And there's yeah. cash. There's no one's banking that. Yeah. It's all cash. And they're, why are they buying $60 million worth of land right now yeah. in today's market? And they paid over $1.1 million per acre. Yeah. Why? The potential is there for sure. 
so there's what we see potential is there what we see is low level yeah. sightings i gotta yeah. be honest because we're fed the crap from the media and, and a whole bunch of stuff so we're always tailored down but these guys are looking at the economic growth all the the main factors uh, number one immigration 333,000 people per year by 2020 they say a million immigrants will come to canada 50 percent will reside in the golden horseshoe that's our commute like i think yeah. we mentioned in the past that's that's one. So they're looking at growth, and a lot of people have a misconception with the people. This, this is a whole. This I think we'll call this podcast misconception. Yeah. <laughs> so misconception on the, the immigrants coming in. Yeah. And I, I, I you know, there's going to be refugees naturally. God bless them. We want to provide a better life for everybody. Sure. Naturally, this is why our country is so great. Yep. But a lot of people are coming in with assets. They're sure selling they are. properties yeah. in, let's say, Europe, or they're selling properties in, in wherever. In the, the, the the qualification to come into Canada is a lot higher too. It, it's it's not like when we're talking about people coming into Canada, uh, they're coming in with nothing and they're completely depending on the system. It's not true. Not true. There right? is a portion of that, yeah. but uh, I think a greater portion of this they're coming, coming in, in with financially money. stable. Yeah. yeah. Coming from older countries with generational wealth. Sure. It's not, we're only 150, 160 year yep. old uh, country, let's call it. Yep. Maybe it could be whatever. But these guys are generational, 100, 200, 300 years coming in. Even if they have just three to four to $500,000, they're going to come here buy a house. Sure so we have a lot of this population coming in, which would drive, it's going to just put pressure on the market again. We're going to have now 400 houses in Vaughan, you might have 100 in the next, yep. like, you know what I'm saying? It'll just chisel down and we'll get back to that Benny Moore style. That's one. So interesting enough, Sunday I had friends come over. He's he works for a very large uh, construction company doing paving, roads, bridges, like like massive, two, like a two billion dollar company. This company was originally owned from our local, <laughs> you know, probably a five six hundred, maybe a billion dollar company. Let's call it. Wow. Was purchased by by a French company, Lafarge, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So they they purchased this company. Why? Because they see the opportunity in Canada. Yeah. So there, and that's not the only one. A lot of these Spanish companies are setting up shop in, in Toronto. Why? Or in Canada in general, and a lot of them in Toronto, because they see the future potential growth. We have one subway, dude. Like it's, yeah. it's they're looking at the growth, all the, where everyone's going to immigrate, and they're, they're setting up shop here. One, uh, one company almost got sold now that the Canadian, the Canadian, the Canada stopped the sale from a Chinese company to the Canadian company. I think it was AECON. Um, yeah. Acon construction is a two billion dollar deal. They shut it down, but China's coming in, French is coming yeah. in, Spain, Spain's coming in. Yeah. They don't see the, the the growth in their countries. They're moving it here. Yeah. So so again, these guys are so. You got people buying sixty million dollar parcel of land and people buying two million dollar companies, and we're worried about a half a percent interest rate. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's so, and that's why I said we shouldn't be worried about the interest rate. And and see, going back to like uh, mm. what I was saying about uh, you know investing for the long run. Yeah, like these guys, like these companies that. So I agree with you 100. percent But what I'm looking at these companies coming in, and and I know they're coming in for a good reason, and I know yeah. that they're going to do well. But these guys are also coming in for a long term investment. These yeah. people that are buying these yeah. acreages and whatever else like yeah. that, dumping all this money into it. Uh, they know that they're not going to turn their money around in three years or four years. Yeah. But if you were in 2014 or 15, like you would have, yeah. right? Like quick, 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 slap yeah. up these houses. You'd have absolutely like, whatever, two, 300% yeah. yeah. profit in these things and you move forward. So uh, I think that these uh, companies that are coming in from, you know, uh, Europe. internationally, Europe. internationally coming yeah. to Canada, yeah. uh, Ontario, uh, especially, I, I think that they see what's going to happen because they've yeah. kind of looked at the history of how it's unfolded uh, in Europe and, and other countries. Asia, so, Europe. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're seeing the same thing kind of happen yeah. here and they're investing right now. So Absolutely. these people that are coming in and buying these companies out for billions of dollars, these guys are going to have a massive return. But 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, it's going to grow over time, right? Yeah, they're setting yeah. up shop. Yeah. But, I, I but think, in the long run, for sure. And that's why I'm saying even long-term investment. I still right? think 10 years is way too long. I think you're going to see this snap around 
we're what in 2018 by 2022 I think so, so see I'm a little bit more conservative like even though I seem crazy and stuff like that like I'm yeah. a little bit more conservative so the thing is is that I tell people invest for the long run but if naturally, you find, naturally, if naturally, you find yeah. like that point where you just like okay I picked up this place for 500k now I can flip it for eight and I can actually get something else then go for it do you know what I mean but yeah. like my intention of purchasing is it's long term, long -term. Long -term yeah. but if something happens to happen along the way i want to readjust cash out and go into yeah. a more lucrative investment for sure or yeah. just refinance the property pull the money equity out and buy something however else it works keep, yeah keep however it, it works out but i you. think it's a snap out snap back a lot earlier i gotta be honest <clears throat> you're gonna see now follow the follow the builder developers so yeah. they're buying land now you're seeing a lot of these lands still because they're in process they were in dp approved after three or four years now yeah. they're just Earth moving everything, the earth moving machines yeah. taking you know the, the uh, topsoil off. Watch those because a lot of these sites got closed down. I, I noticed just driving around, right? You see, yeah. like it was a big billboard, you know, luxury townhouse or something coming up, and now it's like wrapped in a plastic yeah. sheet where there's no, it's a disguise that it's a site, but they're holding the property. Once those things un unravel, yeah. go to town, start buying for sure. Yeah, but but see, this, this is a similar thing. So like we've talked about the stock market before or yeah. whatever, right? So yeah. like I started listening to this book. It's called The Millionaire Teacher. Okay. And he talks about investing in the stock market when the stock market goes down. Do you yes, know what yes, I mean? yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. So, so the thing is, is yeah. that uh, he basically calls it a sale. The stock market is on sale. They're yes, having yes, a sale. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Th this is the time where real estate is on sale. Absolutely. And you're right. It is yeah. going to go back up. And that's why these builders, I, I know, and, yeah. and you're right. They're buying it because real estate is on sale. They're smart. Absolutely. They're buying it. It's on sale. It's discounted 20%, 30%, 40%, whatever it is. It's yeah. discounted yeah. right now. Absolutely. So buy it now. Buy it now. It's going to go up. Buy it now. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and realistically, like, you know, there is only a certain amount of land. And especially if you want to be close to somewhat to the GTA and your plan is Absolutely. to commute back to Toronto for work or whatever yeah. else yeah. like that. Like this land is just... To a point it's not going to be affordable anymore for sure man like affordability factor is going to be there but it's going to be you know further than new market your, your neck further than Bolton your neck Hill. of the woods yeah. is supposed to be the most affordable place right, right now. now yeah right now but yeah. like when that thing snaps back up like buddy there was houses in bowmanville at the peak that were selling at like 900k wow. right now these houses are like 700k for sure yeah. they, they dropped because people bought in the hype you, you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like yeah. it was never justified like how the hell would you justify a detached home in bowman sorry if anyone bought but uh, you, you know what I mean? But like, how would you even justify it? It was pure emotional and bought on hype. Do you know what I mean? Media, yeah. media, media, frenzy. I you made that media. scarcity in people and scarcity in people's mind yeah. where it was like, if we don't get in, we're never going to get in. This yeah. is, and you know what? You hear it enough times, you believe it. And sure. I heard it every day. So our office, we have 188 agents here in Kleinberg. Thank God I always keep my door closed, but you know, and it's more closed these days, especially this year, just to to, to notch out all the, the negativity, right? Yeah. Because it's one of those years you need positive people on your end. And uh, same shit. Everyone was like, just greed, greed, yeah. greed. I've never seen so much greed. Yeah. And uh, I remember watching. You ever watch the movie? I always go back to movies, but uh, what was the one? I've never the, watched the, 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 re the recent one with Steve Steve Carell there regarding the the drop. Oh shit. The the big uh, the big bus what's it called oh oh shoot uh, oh I know what you're talking you about. know which movie that yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. Steve uh, it's all about the American yeah. markets how it faltered yeah, yeah, just yeah. the greed factor yeah. I remember watching it. I had the Android box that came out early I'm watching this That's movie what I was talking about earlier the, the Android, Android box, box. Yeah. It's twelve o'clock at night I'm in Bolton still in my little yeah. bungalow and uh, it's twelve p.m. parents my my wife sleeping and the kids and I'm watching this movie and I start sweating because it just it it literally painted a picture that was sixteen. 
And literally, I went after the movie ended. I went down to my office. I'm like calculating all my rental properties, the mortgages. I'm like, because it just it looks so familiar. Yeah. And seventeen exactly uh, replicated that movie. Yeah. And and the next morning, me and my wife were just running through things. I go, we gotta we gotta start. That's it. Squirrel nuts in the tree. Let's get start planning for the winter. I said because. This, yeah. this looks like reality here because that same mentality, those mortgage agents, remember, they're going to, yeah. our stripper bought, you know, the yeah, strippers, yeah, yeah. strippers were buying five houses and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Not to say we're, we did, it's not my clientele, but I'm saying like just people that shouldn't have multiple properties. It's like, it was a big short, right? That's the movie? Big short, the big yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even guys buying condos. Yeah. Ah, screw it. You know, I'm gonna. I just bought three condos. Yeah, but you gotta. You remember this? Three hundred fifty thousand per property. You gotta close in two years yeah. or three years with yeah. that mortgage. I said, come on, guys. But but see, the thing is, five thousand down. Uh, but but you but you've even talked to me about it off camera or whatever else yeah. like that. But see, that's reckless buying. Do you know what I mean? Like but like like Run away. buying lock, recklessly. Lock and, your doors. And, yeah, and, <laughs> and see, like, and we've heard this reference, and I've heard it again in this book I'm listening to right now. But it's like you know when everyone is on the buy. Buy, 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 you got to be on the uh, yeah. the other side. And when everyone is sell, 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 you got to be that guy that's Absolutely. going in and buy, buy, Absolutely. buy. Warren Buffett said it best, right? Be greedy when, when, be fearful when people are greedy, be greedy when people are fearful. Exactly. And that's this year. Look, yeah. Like, look at the real estate market. Like, yeah. right now I'm looking around and I'm seeing so many opportunities. You every, know every what day. I mean? Like, there's every so day. many opportunities out there. And this is the time for people to capitalize Absolutely. on them. Because yeah. you're right. We are going to end up back in a cycle of, like, 2016, 2017. Absolutely. You and I have a difference on when that's going to actually actually happen, which is fine, but it's going to end up in that. We Absolutely. agree that it's going to end up Absolutely. back in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, why not stock up now? You know, it, it, it's just like, you know, you're, you're, you're going to eat cereal no matter what's going to happen, right? And, and, you know, it's either you're going to buy, it goes on sale and it's half price. So instead of five bucks, it's two fifty. You're yeah. going to eat the damn cereal anyway. So why not buy three or four boxes yeah, of the yeah. damn thing? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, and you're kind of in the same situation here. Yeah. yeah, no, a thousand percent. You, yeah. It's a great analogy, but I, I believe just the media just pumps it a different, different. Listen, they got nothing to talk about, so it's all that fear tactics. This is why I stopped listening to the news about seven years ago. You know how I get my news? Well, how's that? You never, you never guess. SNL. That's how I get my latest. But it's actually more true. But it's actually more true. And it's fun. It's actually it's funny news, right? Because it's 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 true. Yeah. Yeah. It really. (laughs) You know what? I I don't want to reference too much of our previous podcast, but like I just want to call it out because we're talking about the media. Look how the media made this uh, marijuana legalization thing a big hype. Yeah. Like City TV had this marijuana files every day. It was like marijuana files. Everything's gonna go to hell. And what happened? Nothing. Nothing. Did what? you did you see the first house that burnt down? Did <laughs> no, you see the first no, house that burnt down? No, no. Oh yeah, one burnt down already. Already. Literally two days after the, the legalization. Remember, I was talking yeah. about having tenants in your house growing yes. marijuana. Yes. Yes. So the guy was the guy. I don't know what he did with the house, but he created his own little marijuana lab. Let's call it. The bloody house blew off the foundation. Off the foundation. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's it's one of those older houses, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, you know it has like maybe those four foot uh, four foot foundations, yeah. the crawl space. Yeah. The house sh- blew no up. No way. It That's off. crazy. So it caught. Imagine it caught air and shifted. Wow. That's number one. Wow. Now let's see that insurance company now what they said that you were growing marijuana. The mortgage company, you know. Yeah. Now you were growing marijuana. We, you know, we're not going to cover this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And. Uh, and hopefully it's not tenanted. I hope that was not a tenant. That's a landlord's house. Yeah. See, that's my fear. And and again, literally like two days after Chris sent me the uh, a video of it, I'm like, well, I don't know why he didn't post it, but he uh, <laughs> should have because it was exactly what yeah. I was I was my biggest fear was with this. That's because crazy. I don't care who smokes, who grows. It's just how you do it. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. be done a proper way. That's yeah, right. for sure. All right. So you want to hit up the question we got? Sure. What was the question? Okay. Again? So the question we received was. 
Should we work with a real estate team or should we hire an individual agent? Mm. I think it's a, it's a really valid and good question in this market. Yeah, right I think so. And I'll start it off and it's basically like over the last, I want to say three years or so, there's been a craze a little bit with us real estate agents and, yeah, and, uh, and getting out there in the market and, and everybody advertising this, not everybody, but a yeah. lot of people it's, it's, advertising this team concept now. Yeah. We're a team yeah. and, and a lot of people want to go for this team thing. So yeah. um, uh, like I'll share my opinion about it uh, to sure. the general market and I think that it could be an advantage and it could be a disadvantage. It just depends on who you're going to work with. At the end of the day, like if we look at any kind of team, the team has uh, basically its leader, if you want to call it or whatever else. And it's really, I think, starts with that person and it's and it stems down from there, just like any kind of corporation or having, you know, a vision or, or something else like that, you know, where the company's vision is. Course, right. Sure. And everyone has to be kind of They're wearing your skin. That. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so the thing is, obviously, like uh, you and I are both kind of strong personalities in our business and we have a certain way that yeah, we yeah. want to get things done. As long as the team that's under us is like doing the same thing, then I think that uh, the team way is the way to go. Right. Uh, on the other hand, like there are teams that and don't get me wrong, like they, they've been set up for the hype of teams, but there's no organizational structure and how the things are gonna get handled. It's, there's no similarities in the process. The way that I would wanna continue to build and grow my team is, is that uh, if, a, if one of my clients works with one of my agents at a certain point and then they work with a different agent, I want it to be consistent. I want it to be like yeah. a franchise model. Yeah. I want the transaction to be the yeah. same, more or less, as long as that system is still working. The experience has to be the same. The follow-up has to be the same. The showing has to be the same. It has to be the same. That's a properly run yeah. corporation. Yeah, but yeah. there are, on the other hand, there are people that have kind of got into this team concept and they're just trying to get agents and just like they're going around doing their own kind of thing or whatever else like that. That's where, you know, you're better off just going with the individual agent. I gotta be honest, so, I don't know, maybe I'll get hate mail after I talk, but that's okay. I'm controversial. I'm going to speak, I'll take any I'll, mail. I'll speak my yeah. mind. I got to be honest. Um, so I get it, you know, and, and if a properly one corporation, there's a few teams that I really respect. Yeah. Uh, one in Barrie, there's, there's one in Toronto. There's a few of them. Like I really sure. respect these guys because every day these guys grind and they, they're, these guys are wearing their skin and they have to represent what, what these men or women are uh, about. Yes. I love that because that's yeah. properly run. I think in the last couple of years, people, um, there's a few things, right? Awards, you know, they'll run three or four people on yes. your team. Yes. And, and, and you know, to get and, a higher and, award. And this is why in 2016, when I went to Vegas to get the, 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 the chairman, uh, award, we and, got the chairman and hall of fame in and Vegas. The hall of fame, yeah. yeah. I didn't go to the, I didn't go to the, uh, the gala. No, we didn't. We didn't yeah. go. Yeah. Why? I gotta be honest because I was watching guys in the local area that had 10 people under their team and they, they claimed this diamond award, which is a million dollars. Yeah. Okay, so so a million dollars divided by ten, it's a hundred thousand per person. Yeah. Like so, I, I got turned off. I think it's yeah. a mis that's a misconception sure again. It is. So yeah. it turned me off. I went to Mandalay Bay. My wife during the day, we picked up our awards and we came back. Yeah. I actually brought her to a Backstreet Boy concert that, that night. Yeah. I rather go to a Backstreet Boy concert than go on stage with with phony awards. I gotta be honest. Yeah. So that's uh, that's just me. I'm a little bit stoic that way. Um, so that's one thing. I think people are, are, are more wrapped up in the awards sure right, naturally and uh, fear. Yeah, I think you know when, when sheep's got to gather together to kind of you know it's easier to talk to somebody and you know it's I don't know it's it's like you want to hold one crab in a pot you put another crab in it yeah. right so they have the same it's it's almost like they're scared I think you've, you know an angel agent in our office here he's just a machine he's a gladiator right like that's someone you have to respect he doesn't fear anything and uh, then you know there's other people that got to piece together just to kind of 
I guess uh, have not the pressure on them. Like I gotta yeah. be honest. So again, there's 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 and again, if the if it's a properly run corporation, good for them. But if it's just if it's just someone getting together for awards and fear, then then you're not gonna get the service backed up. By yeah, because that's that's just. It's going to implode at one point. And, right? and, and you know what? Uh, interesting word that Sorry, you brought guys. up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but interesting word you brought up was fear. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so the thing is, even with the market kind of changing direction, like, let's be honest. Okay. Uh, in 2016, you didn't have to know anything about listing a property realistically. No, it, it would help. It would yeah. help your seller if you did know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you didn't know, like, no one would really yeah. know. Yeah. Like, there are times where I ran out of for sale signs. Yeah. And the post would get installed before the for sale sign because I ran out. There's so many listings out yeah. on the market. Yeah. People would actually knock on the door and say, we want to buy this house. Who's your agent? Yeah. Like, you didn't need to be on MLS realistically. Yeah. You didn't need a for sale sign. All you needed was that white post on your yeah. Yeah. lawn yeah, yeah. that yeah. indicated that yeah. this house would come up yeah. for sale. Yeah. So, so, so now when the market changed, guess what? Like, uh, at least once or twice a month, I get a call from an agent. Once or twice a month, I get a call from a different agent. Hey, I want to be a part of your team. Uh, I, I see what you're doing and I want to be a part of your team. But this thing of fear, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like now people are kind of saying, oh, I can't get the sale. I can't get the sale. I better be part of yeah. a team. Yeah. And, and, and so, that's, uh, so that's kind of the thing about a team too. It kind of gets watered down. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't have an ego that says that I need to have 20 people on my team or whatever else. I'd rather have two people on my team, but we're extremely productive. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't need... 20 people doing 100 deals. I'd rather have, you know, two or three people doing 100 deals. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's better for me. So the thing is, is that also when it comes down to hiring a team, you want to make sure that uh, they're, they're going to wear your skin. That ego yeah. thing yeah. or yeah. the yeah. award yeah. thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And you're actually yeah. skilled enough to they're do it, right? It. Like, I th there's one agent, big agent, uh, actually a Remax West too. He's got a big team. And, and he uh, he held a little meeting for uh, for agents. I don't attend any of these things, but I respect them. 30, some, 30 odd years in the business, sure. you know, and he's got a big team. And uh, he said, you know, and he was made the same comment. He goes, like, everyone's got a team now. He goes, yeah. he goes, you know how I created a team? I was working, 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 got too busy, had to get someone to deal with this part. Working, 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 got more busier, had to get another person. Working, 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 got another person. Sure. So it's just as the business, you know, Gross. there was a business load, maybe yeah. 30, 40, 50 deals per person. Yeah. And you had to, like, get more people to handle these. Yeah. I think that's the that's the best way to do it. It's an organic growth. For sure it is. Like, you know, some yeah. people are, uh, they premeditate this this team saying, okay, we're going to get five people. Everyone's got their different uh, thing. But how the hell do you get the business? No. You know, and, and a lot of people don't know how to how to grind it yeah. out, cold call, door knock, and, and it's a consistent, and scheduling is very, yeah. very, it's tough, right? Any, yeah. any type of schedule, especially if you're in sales, it's 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 gruesome, right? Yeah. If you want to be successful, yeah. so. so. So I think to yeah. sum it up for the question that we got, right? So, so yeah. I think to sum it up, for my opinion, uh, I don't think it actually matters whether you yeah. hire a team or an individual. I don't think it matters. I think it really depends on uh, who the people are and yeah. what they're going to be able to do for you and Absolutely. not what they say what they're going to do for you, what you've seen in the marketplace. Very good. And I think if, if, again, going back to that question, if you're thinking of a team, I think you should interview one, like so myself, I'm an individual gladiator, let's call it, I have a personal system, but I do all the deals myself personally. Um, I think you should interview the team to make sure they're legit and then interview an agent that does, you know, something like myself where it's more boutique hands-on and we, we get the grind all the way from the beginning to the end. So I think that's how they should approach it. I think Just so. interview a few different agents, that's all that have different And, and you know what, uh, just not make to sure keep adding, real. yeah, keep adding on to what you said, but yeah. it's, you brought up an interesting point. 
every team will work differently. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. the thing is, is that maybe that team leader will be throughout the whole process, but oversee it. Or maybe that that team leader will completely hand it off to another agent and, and that's who and you're working show up. with at that yeah, point. Absolutely. Right? Like, so there's yeah. so many different dynamics yeah. and you want to find out maybe that is a valid question absolutely. to ask when you're dealing or interviewing an yeah. agent that runs a team is basically well, say, what's your involvement? If they want a questionnaire on how to interview a team or an agent themselves, we can definitely we can send definitely you as a questionnaire. That. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah. Good point, man. We do have material. Always, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Very good. So right. what was the third topic? I think we're going to have to probably get back to it, right? Are we? Third topic. Do we have a third topic? You know what? I got to talk just about a book I just started reading last night. Awesome. Okay. So my my hairstylist is um, related, is, is the granddaughter of the founding father of fathers of Longos. The wow. Longos, right? Yeah. So amazing. Like I sold her, her, her mom a condo and, and so... I guess they're clients, right? Let's call them uh, one of the founders' daughters, my client, and, uh, and, and and Alessia does my hair naturally. So, so they gave me a book. It's fifty year anniversary. It's published in two thousand six or seven, something of that nature, and it just goes the whole story of these guys. Wow! If you want to build a team, that's how you do it. Yeah. Read this book because you know it's three brothers. You know, came from from Sicily with nothing and just grinded it out. And and the, and the entrepreneurial spirit in them, like I'm talking, they were, you know, it's it's a it's a, a really authentic book. It's it's transparent, talking about you know, they would work ninety to hundred hours a week and not even see the kids. Even the kids would say wow. that. Like I didn't even know who my dad was. He was just like some was a strange person in the house. And uh, and look at the the massive corporation they build. It's a massive business. They got an it's it's a like a real estate company because they have a lot of holdings, right? Yeah. But I mean, um, amazing, amazing, amazing book. I just I read half of it last night, just talking about their just just the growth, right? The hard work, the effort behind it. Yeah. And you know what? Everything had to be a certain way. Like the floors, it was like they had that mentality, right? And everyone kind of they have employees there for 39, 40 years, wow, right? That's like crazy. it's just one of those things when you join, you don't leave because they're so good it's to family. their employees, yeah. And and their vision is great because they're very authentic and very honest. They only provide good, good, good produce. If it's not good, they won't do it, right? And a lot of the the, the quotes in there because of the father. Um, you know, we're talking, there's not much education in, in Europe at that time, right? But just the thought process, and even the father back in, you know, born, born 1907, amazing. Like just, uh, you know, treat, like the same thing, treat everybody like you want to be treated. Yeah. Like a lot of these things, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a little video on it because I think it's amazing because these are local heroes to yeah. me, right? Like I didn't, never was into sports. Didn't care about Wayne Gretzky or Claudia yeah, Lindros yeah, yeah. Like these local successful businessmen, these are my heroes, yeah. right? And to see what the corporation they built, it's quite fantastic, but I'm gonna do a little. You know, you can admire that kind of oh stuff, and, 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 and it's and legit, and it's honest, and yeah. it's genuine, and it's it's true, right? This will be but there. That's what moves it forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, look, yeah. uh, like, and, and not to just reference myself, but I'm a smaller. I, I would say I'm a smaller example in a growing, and so are you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we really start with nothing, but like, yeah. why? Like, and I'll call it to a certain point of being successful. There's a long way to go, but like. Why are we excelling where sometimes other people don't? Because I think that we're doing it with ethic. Do you know what I mean? Yes, we're yes, doing yes. it with ethic. Yeah. We're doing it properly, yeah. not out to scam or rip anybody off or anything else like that. Yeah. I'd rather walk away from something and yeah. just tell them, hey, it's not for me and you know, not have that deal on the table, but not want to cross that line Absolutely. and do something unethically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think just like them, these are how good businesses are born. These are how good services are, are, are provided Absolutely. to the public. 
Um, it has to be done with work ethic. You know what I mean? Work, work ethic. And, and, and certain things, like I know you're a certain way with certain things and I'm a certain way with certain things that it has to be this way. And, Absolutely. And, and some people on the outside look at it and they're like, wow, these people are crazy. Like they will have to have it this certain way. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. Like it sets the standard level of like, you know, this is, this is our standard. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're never wavering. And even as, as the business became more successful, because when they, when they printed this book, it was, they only had 14 stores. I think they're over 20 something now, 22. Good for them. Massive. Amazing. And they have a massive, uh, uh, warehouse here in Woodbridge, uh, but state-of-the-art stuff. And they're yeah. always ahead of their time. Even at that time, they had the best refrigeration systems. Even now, like the, the buildings, all they just—I think they just did a building now. It's all sustained electricity or something. Wow, that's no, it's on the grid. That's awesome. So uh, anyway, this new building. I think they just opened it last week. My my cousin has been there for like thirty odd years, right? Um, so I know a little bit of what's going on with the, with the, their buildings and stuff. But but ultimately, they never wavered. As such, successful as they got, they never never wavered out of their you know what, what they were taught as yeah. kids right? but, but I think it's also yeah. that consistency that. right like so you have to be you have to be uh, very ethical in what you're yeah, doing yeah, and yeah. then the consistency yeah. I think those are really the two major pillars in any kind of business Absolutely. And, and, and you know you're saying about building a team and looking at this book or whatever else like that see the way that I think we're looking at it is is that Building a real estate business is not different from building any other type of business. And, and the real estate business, I, I, I tell people you can look at it in two ways. Like people that are even looking to get into real estate, you can look at it in two ways. One way it is, is that you're doing a job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're going to do a job, you're going to do your thing or whatever else like that. And, and good for you. Like nothing wrong with it at yeah. all. I, I think that's great. The other way that you can look at it and how we're looking at it is, is that it's an actual business. It's a corporate entity that at some point, I want to be able to step back from this thing. I want to be able to yeah. step back from this thing and, and operate it at a high level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and, and that's the structure yeah. that we're trying to set up with this. So there's two ways of running the business. And, and, and so the thing is, is that the way that we're looking at running the business, of course, you've got to investigate these type of businesses and look into how they're doing it. Because just like any other business, it's like an Apple or Microsoft or whatever else like that. We, we're a much smaller company, yeah, but the yeah. way that it needs to operate and be structured is very, very similar. And you have the similar challenges, maybe at a smaller level, but the challenges are the same. And I feel like when you're gonna grow this business to another level, guess what? You're gonna have the same challenges, but you're gonna have them at a bigger scale. So you gotta learn how to manage them on a smaller scale. And then as the business grows, you'll have the same challenges again, but you'll have them on a bigger scale. And that's gonna be the next thing you gotta get over to get to that next growth. Absolutely. Yeah. We're signing off to Zane and Steve in the East Meets West uh, podcast. And again, if you have any questions. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us. Sure. Yeah, we'll be happy to get back to awesome. you. Awesome. Any questions too, buddy? Yeah. Or, or... People's. People's. <laughs> Take care, guys. Ciao. Yeah.